social media in schools. Is it amazing or detrimental? We say it should be an amazing asset. Hi there, my name's Sean from Edleo, and we are a team of engineers, designers, project managers, and support staff who work together to create the best school-to-home tools for schools and districts in the U.S., Canada, and Latin America. We're looking at working with over 10,000 schools and 18 years of experience. And we know schools and districts need to keep their communities thriving. When we talk about social media in schools, we're finding it can do a few things. It can boost enrollment, get families on board with your latest events, fundraisers or programs, spike your brand or motto, which is so important, especially for public schools. We can even make a superintendent, dean or leader a household name, which we feel is a must, letting your community know your school's overall direction. It also really helps with the crisis management because we know that a few comments from our community can really take a toll on a school's overall mission. Even though a school's not a business, I always like to take a look at other industry standards. Sometimes I follow or listen to a guy on a cast named Gary V. Gary always talks about free attention. And no matter what kind of business you have, entrepreneur you may be, or some nonprofit schools, whatever, Gary says that you've got this opportunity through social to have complete free attention. In fact, as I was walking into K-12 media, talking with Paul, one of our sound engineers, he was reading kind of what our notes look like today. And he even said that all businesses have this immediate access or portal to get a hold of them and communicate with them. And why should schools be any different? We can have their attention for free on school's social media channels. We're now finding schools that don't focus on social actually have parents who are building their own pages. This is not good. We want school leaders in the school mission to stand right out front and center. And we also need it to remain consistent. Today, we're going to talk about two social media topics. The first is partnering your social media with your school website effectively. And the next is kind of coming up with a playbook or a content calendar, which serves as a guide to move your district forward digitally. So when we talk about pairing social media with your website, we want to think about daily posts and posting in one place. So there are two types of posts that we're going to be working with. There are those long-term schedule out goals, and then there are on-the-fly dailies. Great K-12 media websites have social modules baked right on the front of their district and individual school homepages. This works so well because families end up going straight to your K-12 site to find the latest news about your schools rather than heading to social media. This is another effective way to keep your schools trending on Google search. This also lets parents share news about your schools on their own personal social feeds right from your home pages, which is a great way to promote your schools. Folks, the bottom line here is that when a simple streamlined one-stop shop for your community like Edleo's content management system is used, your schools are going to stand out above all the rest when it comes to overall communication. However, we often think about our communities and not our staff when it comes to school content. Teachers, administrators, and support staff are kind of busy educating young people. We have to make generating content easy for them. So a good K-12 content management system should put tons of effort into the back end of their CMS tools. For instance, here at Edleo, we've decided to make our CMS easy for communities 
and staff. When your school staff post any content, they should only have to go to one place to do it. Our developers designed a place for staff to not only update school content, blogs, photos, and video, but also be able to automatically share that content on whatever social media platforms are trending in their communities. Not just cutting, pasting, or reposting, but adding great content and pointing it in the right direction. Lastly, K-12 staff really need to use tools on the go. So when choosing a CMS, please make sure it's responsive. If your staff can generate content from their cell phone, this will make life much easier. This really helps for those quick on-the-fly posts that are outside of the norm of your school's social media goals and objectives. It does nothing more than add more content so that families and your community stay connected. Keep in mind the more content, the more your schools will stand out above the rest on search and overall social media trending. Also, as a quick reminder, today we're talking about your whole school district plan when it comes to goal planning. If you're an individual private or charter that may house students from K-12, you need to make a social plan focused on your school. I don't think districts have the resources to come up with individual school plans, but that doesn't mean we don't have individual channels for each school and that we don't talk to an admin at each school about their own plan. Also, it's great to reshare content from each of our schools, but today we are talking about a plan for the whole district or the whole K-12 school. Secondly, coming up with a playbook or content calendar can really help your schools focus on goals and mission. By scheduling these things out well in advance if your teachers and leaders get busy, no one is missing out on your school's overall mission and daily focus. Plus, you've actually written a plan and are taking your community down a path through daily engagement. When mapping out a playbook, knowing we need to focus on goals, I think it would be a great idea to start with our school or district calendar. Schools can use a calendar as a springboard to really ramp up your mission around seasonal events and specific times during the school year. If we think about it, we really do that in the actual school world anyway. So the same process is going to be effective in the digital world. When you're thinking about the writing process, remember you can find a social media plan, playbook, or social goals outline on the internet anywhere. This is going to serve as a rubric to jumpstart you in the writing process. Oh, and as a side note, please consider the fact that social media and content managers are not necessarily technology people. Folks, we always give this stuff to our tech people who are not creatives. They would rather be crushing it in their schools by giving every student in their district a laptop or making sure their servers are running smoothly. They don't want to design things that look good or write great stories. A really great analogy is a car mechanic. They probably know a little bit about painting cars, but they're really working on the motor. The guys who paint the cars know a little bit about motors, but they're not going to be working on the transmission or the headers or that good stuff. So we need to think about that when we're talking about the content management process. So folks, it's two jobs that make one great product, both the technician and their creative. Anyway, back to the writing process. Once you find a good social media plan template online, get a team member on a whiteboard and draw up a concept web. 
Plug the ideas and direction into your template and start writing. Now remember, you're really writing a story broken up into one or two lines each. You're taking them from the beginning of the semester, month, or school year and writing through the end of the time duration. You really want to try to create a post a day for your community. This seems like a lot, but if you think about all that's going on in your schools, it's very easy. Try to ask questions in your posts and make statements. Remember, when you're on social media, you're not going to read 15 lines on a post, so your community won't either. After you come up with all your copy, you start choosing photos, infographics, and video. If you're looking for great content, you can always head to Google Photos and type in some keywords. Or you could also head to K-12 Media's website. They help us actually create these casts, and they're very good at coming up with school content. Just go to k12mediagroup.com and head to their content creation section, and you'll find great ideas for your videos, photo sliders, and other content. Please remember, folks, no one wants to see a photo of your actual flyer. You can drive folks back to your K-12 website if you add a link to post. This is where schedule web pages come into play. At Edlio, we can show you how to design some of these pages. When the events are over, you just change the dates for the following year. A whole podcast could be done on this subject. Maybe we'll do one someday. Also, we need you to keep in mind when you're writing a whole playbook, you also may want to use Hootsuite or Post Planner to host your main schedule content and keep your on-the-fly post hosted in your K-12 content management system. We know this seems like a lot to learn, but it is easier than it sounds, and it'll really help save tons of time in the long run. Wherever you choose to host your content, start scheduling your ideas and watch your engagement climb. Well, folks, we're just about running out of time, but we wanted to leave you with something to think about and talk about future sessions we're thinking about casting. So something for you to think about regarding social media. We know that teachers go to university to learn how to teach a lesson, but our goal in professional developments is always focused on engagement. We talk so much about engaging young people in education. My question to you is, are we meeting them where they are? So I grabbed a student named Katie, who's a ninth grader at a school in Wyandotte, Michigan, just outside of Detroit, and I asked to simply look at the settings on her iPhone. I need you to know this about Katie. She's a 4.0 student in sports throughout the whole school year, breaking records, horseback riding, power boating in the summers at her family cottage. She's not just sitting around. By simply taking Katie's iPhone and looking at her settings, we noticed that Kate was on Snapchat 12 hours a week. She's on Instagram nine hours a week and Facebook four hours a week and also Twitter about two and a half hours a week. Now, again, somebody older would think, like, Katie's lazy. No, Katie's extremely busy. In fact, her Outlook calendar is insane. So my question to you would be, if Katie's on social all the time, as a school district, are we engaging Katie in meeting her in the best place for her education? Folks, seriously, if they're reading about social media in the stock exchange, people are building businesses and making millions, and Katie, a super successful student, but hangs out that much on social, are we using social platforms to meet the needs of our students when it comes to learning? Or are we letting everyone else influence them? 
So that's just something to think about, folks. And lastly, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Our next topics are going to focus on what social media platforms to use, those scheduled web pages. We also want to talk about some school's social media platforms, both for staff and their own personal pages and using school pages overall. And as always, thanks so much for tuning into the Ed Leo podcast. Remember this, if you've got any questions, don't hesitate to give us a call at 1-877-235-2576. Visit us online at www.edleo.com. We also don't want to forget to thank Paul Long and K-12 Media. And if you need any great K-12 content, don't hesitate to go to k12mediagroup.com where they're always keeping schools trending. Thank you.